Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. What does ponder actually mean? Well, according to the dictionary, it means think about something carefully, especially before making a decision or reaching a conclusion. Well, as you know, on the Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity podcast episodes, we allow women to share their stories in a non-judgmental way about why they stepped out of their relationships. But there are so many other interesting topics that we all need to learn from and not to judge right away. So let's talk about it now. Let's ponder. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Let's Ponder on Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I uh, do these Let's Ponder episodes every other week to just talk about taboo subjects or what other things we can come up with. (laughs) I am going to apologize in advance. I am exhausted. I am recording this late afternoon here on Sunday, September 26th, and I've been off all week but I haven't been able to go do anything fun. Um, Honestly, my depression had gotten really, really bad. And so I was able to talk to my doctor who has increased my medication and it is helping. But I also decided to take on a project through Audible. I had gotten an offer and the book when completed will be about three and a half hours, but it probably took me a good 12 or 13 hours just to record it. Um, and I still need to go through all the editing. And that is my plan this week after I edit down this one after work. And before when I decided I was going to quit work or retire, I was feeling bad. But now that I've been off work all week, and the Marine and I are talking about things that we'll get to do and organization things here at the house, all those kinds of things. I really wish I would have given my notice to just leave because I gave him notice September 1st and said, I'll be here until November 30th, um, help find, you know, a person to replace me. And now I'm like, no, I should have said end of September. But, you know, I want to do ethically what I feel is right. And I don't ever want to just, my position, it's not like a simple job. I mean, you need a person who has years of experience understanding dentistry and understanding the insurance aspect and the treatments that are involved. And and it just comes real easy for me because I've been doing it 32 years. I was an assistant for a long time. So I was able to take that info and be able to move it into what I do. I've managed offices and staff and Oh, God, that's a hellacious job. So I kind of enjoy my simple job, but I'm also ready just to be done. Um, You know, still coping with everything that's gone down. And my new therapist is bringing stuff out, which has caused, I think, the depression to come a little bit more um, 
forward, thus needing my medication adjusted, no exercise, no caring. And of course, I think in the last few months, I've probably gained 10 pounds and I feel like shit. <laughs> oh, so anyways, enough about me bitching and moaning. Um, today, we are finally getting to the episode about revenge cheating. I had had somebody come up with this idea and I thought, okay. So I put my um, feelers out trying to get a lot of people to respond and um, had to go different ways to get people. I had asked you guys online or excuse me, through the website, people online, all of that. So before we read what uh, some of our listeners and followers shared. Of course, I want to read an article. Um, and it was called, well, it was done back actually in February of this year, February 2nd of 2021, written by, and I hope I say this right, Milika Markovic. And she's a psychologist coach, MA. So it says, Infidelity has an uncanny ability to inspire a desire for revenge. Studies confirm that we intuitively know that sexual unfaithfulness falls under some of the most hurtful experiences. Many betrayed spouses contemplate having an affair of their own to get even or make themselves feel better. Being scorned and wanting retribution is an expected response to betrayal. Finding out about sexual and emotional infidelity can lead to broken hearts and relationships coming to an abrupt and painful end, as well as abandonment, intimate partner violence, and lots of resources when these resources are invested into affair partners and a person might act rashly in their attempts to decrease the pain. However, revenge on a cheater is not the way to go, and there are many significant reasons why. One, when things cool off, you might think differently. So when you feel shattered and betrayed, revenge and infidelity seems accept acceptable. Acting out of anger and hurt doesn't make you the best decision maker. Hence, when you get some space and things cool down, you might want to take your actions back. Therefore, if you consider revenge after being cheated on, at least give yourself time before you act on it. Give it a deadline until which you have to remain faithful. Sorry, guys. I'm tired. I can't talk. Hopefully, by then, you will have considered all the consequences and cheating payback is no longer your choice. Two, you will resent yourself for it. Cheating to get even with a spouse could make you more similar to your spouse than you would want in your in your and others' eyes. They hurt you with infidelity, and now you are cheating back as revenge. How will you feel knowing what you did, almost, the same thing as them? Will it give you a new outlook on what they did, and will you feel pressured to forgive them? If you are looking to make yourself feel better, this is not the right approach. Revenge for cheating won't get you the peace you are looking for. It won't decrease the hurt. Rather, it will only pile on more anger and bitterness that you have to deal with. 3. They can use it to justify their behavior. One reason to avoid revenge cheating is to prevent your partner from using your actions to get off the hook. Your revenge cheating can be used as an argument to prove fidelity is difficult and that infidelity happens easily. They might say, now you know how easy it is to slip up, or now that you have done it too, you must forgive me. 
Revenge adultery helps the person who betrayed you to feel less guilty for their actions and ask for more understanding. The best revenge for cheaters is to show them that they chose the easy way out in search of happiness and demonstrate the willpower to avoid doing the same thing. Okay. Four, hurting them won't make you hurt any less. Perhaps you are wondering, should I have an affair to show them how much it hurts? If what you are looking for is to decrease the pain, cheating on a cheater is not the right path. Revenge of any kind holds the key to the peace you so eagerly want. Revenge cheating will most likely only for a short while help you feel less pain, but it will pile on another thing to get over in the long run. Revenge cheating won't help any of the situation in dealing with the feelings or making a plan for overcoming the situation. It only seems as though getting revenge on a cheating spouse will make things even better, but unfortunately it won't. The only way to deal with it is to go through it. 5. Reconciliation becomes less likely. Getting revenge on a cheater deteriorates chances of a marriage surviving the infidelities. If you think there is a way you could make it work, restrict yourself from cheating revenge. This spiral will pull you both down. If you can't stand them anymore, it is better to end it right away. Trying to get the relationship back on track by going this far sounds like trouble. Revenge cheating won't make you even and allow you to start over. To give reconciliation a chance, you need to address the root cause of problems. Furthermore, healing and forgiving infidelity are facilitated by hearing a sincere apology from the cheating spouse. Revenge cheating will only mask the root problems in hearing the other's sincere regret. 6. Your confidence will ping-pong. People consider this option might feel revenge after infidelity will bring their confidence back, yet it will do the opposite. When you have an affair of your own, you might feel more desired and attractive for a short period. It can help you see that there are other fish in the sea and know you have options. For a moment, you will renew the sense of self-worth and feel a slight relief. However, other feelings will soon creep in. At that moment, the confidence you acquired will deflate, and all the feelings you try to avoid will come rushing back. Choose your next steps carefully. If you have been betrayed, you might be wondering, should I cheat on my wife or should I cheat on my husband? Regardless of the reason you are considering it, you should know revenge cheating won't take away the pain or make things better. There are many reasons to avoid revenge on a cheating partner. Revenge on a cheater is supposed to hurt them, but somehow you end up being additionally hurt. Furthermore, when things cool down, you will look back on revenge cheating and see yourself differently. You might want to take your actions back, but you won't be able to. Finally, if your marriage still stands a chance of survival, avoid revenge cheating as it can destroy any odds of recovering from infidelity. Revenge cheating won't give you peace. If you want to feel better, deal with the pain, shame, and anger you feel. Be kind to yourself and give yourself time to process it before making any rash decisions. That is a very good, straightforward, honest article. Um, I haven't ever personally had to de deal with revenge cheating, but I do remember 
talking to um, my ex-husband and it wasn't quite revenge. What I was telling him, and this is when I was feeling guilty, but not guilty enough to stop before he found out about my first bout of affairs. I was telling him things like, well, if you want to go hook up with somebody, you should and all these things. And I just remember him looking at me so confused, like, what are you talking about? He had no idea. So in my mind, was I hoping he would do kind of a revenge without even realizing it? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. You've been listening to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity, where women share their stories of why they stepped out on their marriage or relationship. But have you ever wondered what the husband or partner has to endure when they find out about the affair? It's such a controversial and sensitive subject. It's not as though one just talks about it casually among friends. However, there is a place to hear the betrayed partner's point of view and their side of the story. The wife left before my wife got home, and I felt numb. I couldn't move. I looked like a statue as she drove away. My son snapped me out of it by opening the door and asking me who she was and what she wanted. I told him she was trying to sell me something, more like steal something. My world was stolen in my garage that morning. I went in trying to act normal and failing miserably. I went into autopilot until she got home, ten minutes after I called. I just looked at her with her eyes wild, wondering what happened, and said one word, his name. Then I drove to school to drop off my kids, one in elementary, one in middle. The drive home was the longest drive of my life. My driveway loomed ahead of me, taunting me about a life that was versus a life that is. I'm not trying to sound melodramatic, but honestly, looking at my house when I pulled up, it almost filled me with dread, as if it was haunted. When you subscribe to my Patreon, you get access to these exclusive bonus stories, which also include men's stories of their own infidelity. You will have early access to ad-free episodes and, of course, my blundering blooper reel. Visit my website at rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com to subscribe. I ask for a $3 a month pledge with your subscription. Perhaps you even have a story you would like to share. Remember, it's always anonymous and always without judgment. Let's check out listeners' thoughts. So this is feedback that I receive via email or through social media. So let's check these out. The first one, generally all women and men are not like this, but I think men are stronger than women and often are less emotional. For example, many more people in prison for the serious crimes are men. Men can put their partners in intensive care. Few women could do that to their partners and would likely do something while they were asleep. Women can sort of break a guy to put him in his place or purely how to show him it will hurt. But it all depends on the guy-girl dynamic. It gives a bit of a power dynamic change in a relationship. So I'm not sure. Um, I think from there he was referring to um, not necessarily 
revenge cheating, but how to get revenge on a person, maybe. He goes on to say, what about the person who thinks their spouse cheats only to find out there was actually no cheating? I have read a couple of Reddit stories like that. One was a girl and her friend who had no respect for her boyfriend because he was poor and not ripped. So they made a fake Tinder profile for him. She broke up with him, but she cheated on him before she broke up with him. And when she found out the truth, she regretted the hell out of it. There is danger of revenge cheating beyond who is more wrong. I can see how someone would want to do it and justify it in their minds at the moment, but I think we all know that it's the wrong thing to do. In the end, I think it would make me would make me feel better, only must have been wouldn't make me feel better, only complicate things more. For myself, it wasn't so much revenge, it just happened. I never set out to do it. My heart was broken and I met my affair partner. One thing led to another. I never intended this. I had thought about revenge cheating in the past, but it was just a thought, and that was long before I had met my affair partner. Many relationships end over finding out things years later. I think it's stupid, but a guy on Reddit broke up a marriage because he thought his wife was a prude. No oral or anal sex, just the missionary position. But he finds a sex tape from college with her not only doing that, but one other girl and with one other girl and four guys. Her side was, quote, I thought a guy would not be able to respect me if I did that. Where her husband said, quote, if you did not want to do those things, that's fine. But the idea is you had no issue doing them. And now I know about the past. You are offering it and it seems fake. I always think, given the benefit of the doubt, that no one cheats to hurt the other person, but revenge to hurt a person is worse, I think. For some, it's more about evening things out. I do think some do it to show the person their place as a power play, but those relationships likely have issues such as asking how can people work on love if they keep wanting to see who can hurt the other the most. One may get resentful, and then there are even more issues. And then someone else wrote, Integrity. You shouldn't lower yourself to prove a point. Actually, I believe that all of that was by one person who was giving their thoughts about the issue, and I really didn't seem to get much reply from other people, and I'm not really sure why. Um, So... I just want to say thank you, though, for those who did uh, want to talk about it a little bit. Um, So because I knew I was kind of low on people's feedback, I um, found it's another article, but it's more of a, I'm just going to read the little pieces to you, and I will have the links to this one plus the article earlier in the episode, Um, but I thought this was kind of, I don't know if I should use the word funny um, clever, maybe. So basically, it's called 15 Cheating Revenge Stories Almost Too Crazy to Believe with Photos. So you guys can access to see what these pictures are. Um, this was published back in 2015 by Nicole Fabian Weber. And um, so this first one is a picture of a car, a sedan with spray paint on the side, and it says, Hope She Was Worth It. So the little story about it says, when it comes to being cheated on, victims typically are divided into two camps, those who get mad and those who get even. 
And for the most part, it seems that when scorned lovers choose the latter route, they don't do it half-heartedly. They go big. From a hilarious Craigslist ad to dumping a load of poo on a wife's car, here are 15 of the most insane revenge stories ever, thanks to several poor survivors of infidelity. Man, it would have been so much easier if the cheaters just broke things off. We would not want to be in their position. Netflix Revenge A crafty boyfriend got creative when he learned that his girlfriend was cheating on him. He hacked into her Netflix account and changed her preferences so that all of the movies suggested for her had a pointed message. Some of the films on the girl's queue, Unfaithful, The Scarlet Letter, and Indecent Proposal. Clever. But there's other ones um, up here. It's like same time next year. Oh my God. One called Whore. One called Slutty Summer. I'm not sure why Bambi is in there. Billboard Revenge. When Yavanyi Wilkins learned that Charles Phillips, the Obama advisor with whom she had an eight-year affair, was reconciling with his wife, she allegedly paid $250,000 to put up a billboard up in Times Square that featured a photo of her and Phillips, along with a supposed quote of his, You are my soulmate forever. Damn. <laughs> So on this billboard, it is a picture of him and her, and at the top it has their names, Charles and um, Yavani, and then at the bottom, she put his, uh, looks like his website or an email, or yeah, I honestly don't know, but it ends in .com. So yeah, uh, how are you going to avoid that one? Tattoo Retribution After a tattoo artist, Ryan L. Fitzgerald, found out that his girlfriend was cheating on him, he didn't say anything. Why? Because she wanted him to tattoo a scene from Narnia on her back. Instead of giving his girlfriend what she wanted, though, Fitzgerald tattooed a pile of poo with flies buzzing around. (laughs) He was sued for $100,000. Yeah, probably not a good idea to do that. The simple message. Only two, actually three, people likely know exactly what happened here. But from the looks of things, it doesn't look like it ended very well for the owner of the van. So this van is being towed on the back of a truck that's got some other cars on it. So, you know, sometimes there's those big trucks. Well, anyways, this van is on there with multiple. And it says, bastard, um, bitch, cheater, and it's going down the freeway. So, you know, how can anybody not know what probably took place in that van, not just on it? Even the score. Don't mess with a Packers fan. All we can say is, this woman at least showed some mercy by not putting her ex's name on the sign. Sucker. So, out in the field, you know, where they always show out, or excuse me, out in the stands, they've got all the people and they're like, go for this, go for that. This sign that this woman is holding up says, my cheating boyfriend is watching from the couch instead. Imagine if he's sitting at home with his buddies and he knows his girlfriend has tickets or whatever and he didn't get to go for whatever reason. 
And they're like, hey, look at her. Check it out. And now everybody knows who recognizes her. What the hell is going on? No turning back. When a group of women found out that a Wisconsin man was cheating on all of them, they went a little crazy. Four women, including the man's wife, barged into a hotel room where they knew he would be, blindfolded him, tied him to the bed, and glued his penis to his stomach. Thankfully, they were all arrested. Sheesh, ladies! I was really doing everything I could to hold back on laughing. I think there was a movie that was out, um, had, uh, I can't even think right now because I'm so tired, um... But anyways, there was a movie about that where the wife knew the husband was cheating and and then he started cheating on that gal with another gal and they all decided to give even and she was giving him estrogen and his nipples were sensitive. <laughs> yeah, gotta watch out. C-SPAN Revenge During a C-SPAN panel about the book Proud to be Right, panelist Todd Seavey ripped into panelist Helen Riddlemeyer in front of the audience. One of his comments? You might be surprised to know that Helen and I dated for two years, because some of you might have dated Helen during those two years. Ouch. Jeez. (laughs) Price list. Scorned lovers seem to like billboards. A North Carolina borrowed MasterCard's priceless campaign to tell her husband she found out he was cheating. It read, Michael, GPS tracker, $250. Nikon camera with zoom lens, $1,600. Catching my lying husband and buying this billboard with our investment account? Priceless. Jennifer. Oh, man. Especially since um, if they use their names, it looks like she just used a first name. But can you imagine? Oh, my God. Payback. Some women have yard sales. Others have ex-husband sales. After a Wisconsin woman divorced her husband, she advertised her sale around town and then threw a bunch of his stuff on her lawn and marked it free. And if that wasn't enough, she also slashed the tires on his car and spray-painted the word cheater, among other obscenities. I wonder if that was any relation to the van earlier. Anyways, it says, among other obscenities on it, yikes. Oh, man. And it actually reminds me of the movie Waiting to Exhale that I actually watched yesterday or last night for a little bit. I don't know what popped in my head to make me want to watch it, but I did. Oh, it was because the Marine was talking about the Allstate actor and, you know, the guy who does the voice and he's in, um, oh, I don't know his name, but the real deep voice. And and, uh, he was making a joke about maybe if he switched over for State Farm or, you know, I don't know. But I was like, oh, he was in this movie. Anyways, found it on HBO Max and started watching it last night. It has Whitney Houston. It's a really good movie. 95 was when it was out. There's a lot of cheating that goes on in that one. Don't play with fire. William Landauer pleaded guilty to spray painting the words, My wife is a cheater, on his Colorado home back in March. But the seriously not funny kicker? Landauer allegedly set the house on fire afterward. Thankfully, no one was hurt. 
Like that is going to help anybody. Oh my God, people. Holy crap. After finding out that his wife was on a dating site for farmers, KissingGates.com, and that she referred to him as a complete idiot and completely crazy, a man dumped a load of horse manure on his wife's car. That'll show her how crazy he is. Okay, and this next one is a Craigslist ad. And how I printed it out is kind of blurry, so um, here we go. It's dated 3-9 to 3 10 Lying cheating sale from White Rock, British Columbia. Last minute spontaneous estate sale. Husband left us for a piece of trash selling everything while he is gone for the weekend with his floozy. Selling everything and moving house after 10 years of marriage. This is one huge ass estate sale. Way too many items to list. Everything from art, furniture, bookshelves, storage cabinets, household appliances, books, sports stuff, boys and girls clothing, electrical appliances, toys, games, ping pong table, foosball table, garden pots, speakers, building supplies, and lots of tools, etc. Also selling his favorite red leather theater seating sofas, two of them which seat three people, each with a recliner function. Lots of tools, which he didn't have a clue how to use. Table saw, supersized industrial ladder, tool cabinets, lawnmower, and yard tools, too. Brand new sliding glass door that he never got installed is available, too. I want the house empty on Monday when he returns because that will be a shock for him to see. So come pick out what you would like Saturday and Sunday at 8 a.m. Don't come too early like he did because I will be thoroughly enjoying some wine with my girlfriends this evening as we get it all cleaned out, clean out the stuff and likely be nursing hangovers in the morning. So please speak softly to the ladies wearing the sunglasses. There are not any of his clothes for sale, though, as we will have already burned those in the driveway. However, you can see the ashes of his clothes that he is going to see for no additional charge. Estate sale is on the corner of Malabar Avenue, 14th Avenue, and Bergstrom Street, 136th Street, in the beautiful city of White Rock. Also, I am putting this house up for sale next week, too. So if you have always wanted to live this beautiful city, you can look at the house this weekend, too, before it hits the market. Two-story Ocean View Corner Home next to schools, parks, and two blocks from the ocean. Great home design for fun and family with a separate entrance downstairs suite. Life is too short to waste time. God put my eyes in the front of my head for a reason. I am looking forward to moving forward. See you tomorrow at 8 a.m. First come, first served. And the comment from the article called this one the Craigslist Avenger. Clearly, people love getting rid of their cheating ex's stuff, but some do it with flair. After she found out that her husband was cheating, one woman wanted to get rid of his stuff while he was away with his floozy. In a hilarious Craigslist ad, the Canadian woman announced that she was selling her husband's tools, which she didn't have any clue how to use. And she also warned people not to come too early like him. Touché. <laughs> Clever. Naked and Afraid when Ting Su learned that her husband was cheating with her twin sister, she followed them detective style one night. What did she discover? The two of them having sex in his car. 
The pair was so startled that they leaped out of their car and, seeing an opportunity, Ting Su jumped into the car, locked the doors, and drove away. Quick thinking. <laughs> How do you explain that one to the cops? Bye-bye, Audi. Love your car? Then don't cheat on your partner. After she found out her husband was cheating, a woman destroyed, and I mean destroyed, his beloved Audi. She smashed the windows, ripped the leather seats, removed the stereo, and left a loving fuck you with a smiley face on the interior. Jeez, now that sounds like a country song. Next time he cheats or whatever that is, sorry, I'm just, you know, from the pretty blonde country gal from American Idol. You know, Jesus, take the wheel. Uh, again, I'm so tired, I can't even think. The letter. This guy took the high road. Well, sort of. Instead of physically harming the man who was hooking up with his wife, out of fear he'd go to jail, this poor man informed everyone about what kind of man Charles is, and he spared no detail. He wrote these letters. Attention. Do you know who you live near? Your neighbors, uh, your neighbor, Charles L., and the name is blocked out, date of birth, December 19th, blah, 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 who lives at house number Fountain Street, is having an affair with my wife of 12 years. It has been going on since February 25th, 2012, but I just found out on January, in January of 2013. My wife promised to break it off, but I found out yesterday that they are still seeing each other. I will be divorcing her. His phone number, his home phone number is 410, and then they block the rest of it out. He is six foot three, 195 pounds. He drives a white Chevy pickup truck, license plate, and then he had the number. I will be going to his job tomorrow and attending his church on Sunday to let everybody know the kind of man that he is. Because I cannot physically harm him and risk losing my kids or going to jail, I plan on spreading the word about his low life, this low life loser. Have a nice evening. <laughs> they had blocked out all the, you know, the detailed details, but can you imagine getting that? That is, you know, though, that's kind of, um, to do that to somebody, it's not slander because it's in written, so it's libel, but it's also defamation of character. So I can imagine still there being a little bit of a problem doing that. So if any of this has you guys, be careful because you don't want to end up in trouble. You have been listening to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Your support of the podcast is truly appreciated. Be sure to visit my website at rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com to access story guides, subscribe to Patreon for bonus episode of the men's side of female infidelity, and to vote for this podcast to be in the Hot 50 Countdown for Podcast Magazine. To submit your story for the show, share feedback, or if you have a Let's Ponder suggestion, please email it to rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com or send by snail mail to Rebecca Adams, P.O. Box 821064, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. Every story is always anonymous. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. 
Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is produced and edited by Rebecca Adams. You can follow the show on Facebook at Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity, on Instagram at Podcast Raw Truth, and on Twitter at Raw Female. Thank you again, and be kind to one another. Be kind to yourself, and always remember, no judgment. Goodbye.